This is another five star production. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Scorekeepers Podcast, where we are always keeping the score. I am one of your hosts, Robert. Joining me on the line today, we have Brandon. Yo. And also from Parts Unknown, we have Khalil. What up? Clayton will be joining us via voice note. Guys, it's the big one coming up tomorrow. We're dropping this on a Saturday. It is the Super Bowl. Are you guys... Khalil, I know you're excited. You were a former Eagles fan at one point on the low. Oh, we're not talking about that? Oh. The streets don't need to know about that. That was a one-season thing. One season? It was one season. Don't do that. It was one... It was literally like sophomore year. That was... Okay, that's true. When, right. they the, when they had the uh, the Dream Team season, that's the only time I so he was a bandwagon. So you was a bandwagon fan. That's what you're trying to tell me. Oh no, yeah, no, without a doubt. I'm oh, not my. gonna sit up here in front. Like, no, in, in high school when it came to football, I kind of was like on the fence. The Dolphins were bad. Like, I'm not gonna sit up here in front and act like I was die hard through and through. Okay. Um, but it was only the Eagles. Like, that was the only time I I I I, I, I rode the wagon. Pause. Okay, so you got you you got off the train. So you, this you have no you have no say in this. You have no feels to any team. Uh no 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 not at all. All right, that's fair enough. Um, Brandon, are you yes, excited? Sir. You have a you don't have a horse in this race either. Yeah, I do. My ticket. What ticket? What are you talking about? My 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 betting slip. Who who did you have on? Who do you have on the game? You might as well just start before we start breaking down the game. Who do you have? I I don't know yet. I'll place my bet. I'll place my ticket uh, tomorrow. So, oh, oh last minute. Okay, okay, last minute. Okay. I take my time. Find, look, 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 look. I don't need to bet now. I might find out. You know, uh, coming off the bus, Jalen Hurt slipped, rolling ankle or something. You know what I'm saying? Can't can't be doing that. Got to wait. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So it is Super Bowl tomorrow. I'm gonna Clayton is joining us via voice note. So I'm gonna play his first message to us and then we can react to that. So let me just get that started. Probably gonna be a little long, so I'm sorry for that. I'll try to do the best I can. Um I just wanted to give you guys a couple tidbits before we go into the matchups on each side of the ball. Um we obviously know the storylines. First, uh black starting quarterbacks to start in a Super Bowl together. Lovely to see that. We got the Kelsey brothers. Lovely to see that. We obviously know Andy Reid and the Eagles uh, passed. Uh, we know that. And also two dominant, you know, offenses playing in the Super Bowl. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys a little tidbits, which is Andy Reid coming off a of bye week is 28-4 and four in his career. 28-4. and four. That's outstanding. Nick Sirianni, though, on the other hand, coming off a bye week is 2-0, 3-0, including the postseason. But I know it's a small sample size for Nick Sirianni because he's only been head coach for two seasons. Um, if you want to add extra days of rest, he is 5-0 if you want to give you know a, great, a bigger scale of those things. Um, just interesting to see, you know, two great coaches coming off a of bye week. Interesting to see how it will play out in the Super Bowl, which team is more prepared. Um, also, on top of that, uh, resume-wise, this is the same exact team versus versus off in each other in terms of stats. Um, the Chiefs and the Eagles, including the postseason this season, are both the exact same record at 16-3. and three. 
including the postseason, they have scored the same amount of points, which is 546, and they both have six All-Pros. So I, you can't think of a better matchup for the Super Bowl rather than this one. But let's go on to the matchups that I wanted to talk about firsthand because, you know, the bigger one is the Eagles defense versus the Chiefs offense. But let's start off with the Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense. We understand that the Eagles offense is predicated on running the football in, in a plethora of different ways. We have the quarterback draws. We have, you know, the read options, the RPOs, anything that can get the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands, Miles Sanders' hands. Um, Kenny Gainwell has pretty much come into his own. He's, like, giving me big Corey, Corey Clement vibes from the 2017 season. Um, and we know that the Chiefs are known for blitzing a lot. And I'll get into the blitzing part later. Um, are known for blitzing a lot. Um, but even with the amount that they blitz, they're still in the back end of a run stop rate in the NFL. Meaning, I think they're in the bottom five, if I'm not mistaken. I think they were 27 or something like that. Which, not very good. We've seen what the Eagles can do when they full-blown run the football against a bad run um, defensive team. We saw that with the Green Bay Packer game when they went, I think they had like 300 yards of rushing, which is spectacular. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a run-heavy game uh, by Jalen Hurts. I think this is, I, me personally, as an Eagles fan, I think this is the point where they open up the playbook. Um, and I'm not discrediting the, the Chiefs defense. There's a reason why they're in the fucking Super Bowl. Chris Jones is a monster up front. Um, we have mm, their back four with the rookie cornerbacks. They have really come into their own. I think... Like, everyone from their last draft is starting in some uh, capacity this season. Or even whether it's a role player or not. Like, they have really brought themselves into their own. But going back on the blitzing and unloading the playbook, uh, A.J. Brown versus man coverage this season has been the best wide receiver in the NFL. And that's not me saying that as a fan. In terms of stats, he has been. He leads all receivers against man coverage this season. Um, and as you know, when you're blitzing, you're going to be playing a lot of man coverage. The Chiefs defense, they have rookie corners, which I've said they've come into their own. But I'm probably going to – I think I'm, I'm going to see a more Jalen Hurts pass-ish heavy game. And I don't think that's necessarily what we should do, but I think that's what I'm going to see in, up in this upcoming Super Bowl. The Chiefs offense is very high-powered, and I'll get there with the Eagles defense matchup. But – in terms of offense for the Eagles, I think this is where they're really going to like truly show what they were able to do earlier in the season. But Chris Jones is, has come into his own. We, he had two sacks against the, against the Bengals. He is the heart and soul of that defense. Um, so it'll be interesting to see in terms of offense versus defense with the Eagles and the Chiefs. All right, thoughts? On that clip or long soliloquy. That was a whole lot there. Yeah. Um, you want to start with the first Well, I'll part? tell you what. The first thing, okay. the first thing I took from Clayton's, uh, um, I guess it's not really a rant, from Clayton's uh, uh, little soliloquy there is uh, I'm going, I don't care what he says, I'm smashing up, pause, the over on all the Eagles running back. That's what I did. So I just went ahead and placed my bet on all three of their running backs to go over um, against 
the league a bottom five run defense, run stop rate defense in the league. Um, I do though. I, I do agree with him. I think uh, I think we will see a little bit more passing just because uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, admittedly, has not been a hundred percent, and they do use a lot of him in the run game. So I think you'll see a little bit less of Jalen Hurts' run game and replace that with a little more Jalen Hurts' pass game. And as for the Chiefs on their side of the ball, um, I have not, surprisingly, I have not watched a whole lot of the Chiefs. And when I have, I'm not really paying attention to them defensively just because they're not very good. But um, I I don't, I do not, while, while they do blitz a lot, Spagnolo Spags is a very aggressive defensive coordinator. I, I do think he will blitz, but he'll lay off on a lot of the, the all-out stuff. And he'll do more, maybe sending five and and play zone and behind it, um, which is probably what I would do. Uh, make Jalen Hurts uh, kind of take away the, the the his ability to scramble and run and try to make him fit the ball into into tight windows. So, Glue, what's your, your okay. thoughts? I forgot what half my fucking take was. I had to run up the stairs. Sorry. Um, no, yeah. So I agree with what Brandon and Clay were saying. I think that. The Eagles should rely, not necessarily completely or entirely on the run game, but they shouldn't stray away from it. That's what got them to the Super Bowl. They should stick with that. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's good in the pocket, but in terms of the recent playoffs, a lot of the games were won off of the run game in the defense, not necessarily his throwing ability. I wouldn't stray away from that, and I wouldn't want to see him getting a shootout with Patrick Mahomes because I think we know how that's going to end. So I think they should rely on the run game and then use that to keep the defense honest and then from time to time maybe take some deep uh, shots down the field but not necessarily rely on just throwing the ball. So that's my take. Okay. I agree with that. Um, I would. I am kind of interested to see how the Eagles would look if at any point in this game they're trailing and they can't mainly rely on the run. Let's say they're maybe down by like two scores going maybe into the fourth quarter or at some point in the third quarter. I think that'd be interesting. Also, my next question is, can that Chiefs offensive line hold up against that Eagles defensive line? The, def- the Eagles defensive line is easily now the best defensive line in football. Uh, I think we all would agree Hassan Reddick's the best player on the line, right? There's no argument the, about that. On the Eagles line? Yeah, on that front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a son Reddick, and that's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup for their uh their tackles. Who's that? Who's their right tackle? You remember the name of their right tackle? Jeez, right. No, not, to be honest with you, the only dudes I know on their line, Orlando Brown is their left tackle. Joe Tooney is the left guard. Tooney is their left guard, and isn't Humphreys. Is something Humphrey. Humphrey. Humphrey Humphreys is a center. Yeah, that's I don't yeah. I don't know that, that right side. That right side looking a little suspect. I'm not gonna lie. I would be a little nervous about that right side. It's a little suspect. Um, Look, as long as as long as Mitch Morris isn't isn't over there, they should they should be okay. You said Mitchell what? Mitch Morris. Hey, you don't no, remember no, him? No, 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 no. That's not fair. That year he was hurt. He like literally. I think he like tore his Achilles. Mitch Morris. Yes, he had to like he had to like play into like he he retired after like he had a he had like a severe injury. That's why he looked so bad that year. In the Super Bowl against the the Bucks, I he had an injury, bro. I could Google this. He had an injury. 
I'm not gonna let you just dis. That's fine. That's fine. If you want to give him a pass for the for the for 2020, you 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 can't give him a pass for that that Cam Newton Super Bowl year when he was Cam Newton's left tackle. Woof. We're not we're not here to, in the great words of Mark McGuire. I'm not here to talk. Was about it the him pass. or was it Remmers? Actually, it might have been Mike Remmers who was the, the tackle. They're for both who? bad. I think they were both on that line. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, for the Chiefs. Yeah. It was really the tackles. It was really bad. It was a bad year. That's why I had to go get Joe Thune and then they had to. I don't really like Orlando like everybody else, but whatever. I mean, what's um, in regards to, because I haven't been keeping up. And, I, I did hear that they said that the um, the injury report's clean, like everybody's healthy on this Chiefs side, but is that like um, Patrick Mahomes is like 100% healthy ankle-wise, or is he going out there but he's still got a stinger on it? Because I know it's only been one totally healthy. Okay, so that's what I figured. I, I think if if he, I mean, he'll be obviously more mobile than he was um, against the Bengals. I think that might be just enough if he can actually scramble out of pocket and roll out from time to time. It'll it'll keep the defensive line of the Eagles from really getting to him. He might be able to get in his bag and be a little bit more comfortable that way. I don't know if he's going to be like a sitting duck where they're out there going to be trying to rip his head off, but who knows? It just depends on if he's able to move or not. So. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I think the uh, Eagles they're they're not aggressive in the sense that they blitz. At least according to Clayton, he pulls his hair out every game because Jonathan Gannon refuses to do that. Um, but with with uh, Sue Sue Joseph and and Davis clogging that middle, um, honestly, I would I would be trying to get. That's not something that they do a whole lot of. But I, I would the uh, the outside zone would probably be their best bet because I, mm-hmm. I I I just I don't think the Chiefs line is physical enough to like run at them because you can you can kind of combat um, their ability to to stuff the run by just like going right at them. Um, it's kind of the same the same kind of concept as a blitz. Like if you have a blitz coming, you throw it throw the ball right into the blitz because there's usually nobody behind it. Um, but um, it's going to be interesting. I, I really want to see what Andy Reid has schemed up offensively because the Eagles do play a lot of zone. They play a lot of like uh, seven eight in coverage, and um, that's kind of what. Kind of Patrick Mahomes cooked tonight. Yeah, he he struggled doing that um, last last season. Was it last season? Yeah, last season. Yes. Um, they kind of used his his aggressiveness against him in that way. He's been much better. He's been much better um, doing that. But he's going to have to be patient. I'll be honest with you. I think these are two explosive offenses. But I think this will be like a really low scoring Super Bowl. Um, really. Yeah, I mean the Eagles run the ball. They kind of like a hold. They're like a ball control team anyway. And then, quite frankly, if the Chiefs are going to to win, they're going to have to be patient and, and basically just take take what the Eagles give them. So, you know, it'll probably be a lot of eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve play drives um, if you're trying to score. Um, so, you know, I I, I could really. I would I would be shocked if if any team got over twenty four. Twenty four points. Yeah, unless um, obviously like something goes like unless one of you know the the defenses are just giving it up 
I mean, I can see your point because I don't think the but I don't think the Eagles defense, at least from what I've seen this year, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna uh, have have that bad of a game where maybe they, it's like a shootout. But I mean, my more my question is if the Chiefs can run the ball effectively against the Eagles, is Isaiah Pacheco the type of back that can exploit the Eagles' run defense? That'd be more my question. Uh, Pacheco is definitely a physical downhill runner. Like he is the style of back. Um, he has the, the the running style like that can that can hold up to that. But I just I, I'll be honest with you. I would I I, I think the the Chiefs are going to have to get creative uh, to kind of manufacture rushing yards. I, I think they're going to have to do a lot of. Uh, counterplay is misdirection, maybe even some like jet sweeps. Get some of the gets uh, like uh, Scal- uh, Valdez Scantling and um, Miko Hardman involved, and just I think I think Andy Reid's gonna really have to get in his bag uh, against this defense. I I, I really do because they don't really have a weakness. Okay, um, Khalil. Yeah. Quick question. So. By winning this game for Jalen Hurts, not for Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Where if he was depending on his let's just say he has like an average game. So he has like two touchdowns, throws for two hundred and fifty yards, rushes for maybe a little bit around fifty, and zero interceptions. He has that type of performance, I'm assuming he'd probably get the Super Bowl MVP. Where would you where would you then put him in the upper echelon of quarterbacks? Do you put him at that top tier? Or do you still think he's in that second tier with like you know Tua and those guys? Um, so see, tier is weird because I kind of do more of like uh like actual number ranking. So like if you're saying Tua tier would be like mid mid to upper tier in terms of like maybe like top fifteen somewhere between ten and fifteen range, or would that be a little bit higher? I think too. I think this year too has told you he's a top ten quarterback. He might he might be ten. Top 10? Okay. So I might and I think Jalen Hurts is showing that he's there. I'm just questioning: Does this like basically? Because to so, me, the up the top tier is probably like obviously like the top five. Basically, would you? I mean, now obviously okay. like Brady's gone at least for now. Rodgers looks like he's staying in this year, even though he didn't have a great year this year. But he's just still in the league. Um, who else? Josh Allen has to come back. Am I forgetting somebody? I know I'm forgetting somebody. Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow is obviously there, so that's that's like what four quarterbacks. So um, like, Aaron Rodgers is not a top five quarterback, by the way. This year, I'm okay. So if you take him off, uh, okay. Yeah. So if you take him off the list, are you taking Lamar off the list too? I'll say it's it's fair to put in um, Lamar. Uh, Herbert can be considered up there as well. Um, I guess there's a couple of names. I hmm. Because that's See, you would I mean, basically maybe, be maybe, having him go past. Herbert and Lamar Jackson at that point, which would kind of be wild. And see, that, and that's the thing. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm not paying attention to the game close enough, but from what I'm seeing, like Jalen Hurts is having like some decent games, but nothing that necessarily stands out. I don't want to necessarily call him a game manager, but he's not doing anything really to, and he doesn't really, really have to. Like the defense is, is what's really carrying that. But like when I'm looking at the end of the game stats, I'm like, oh wow, he didn't really do much of anything. He's kind of just just kind of game managed a little bit there. I don't I don't have a problem with him um, passing over like an Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's better than Lamar Jackson now. And that is kind of wild to say if he does win a Super Bowl and get an MVP. Um, 
but I think he would have to – if he can continue this playoff success, let's say he wins the Super Bowl, he doesn't have to win another one anytime soon. But if he can get to, like, another conference final game, mm-hmm. um, then maybe we can start having a conversation with him, maybe getting into that top five range. But, like, right now I don't I – don't, I, don't, I don't know if I feel comfortable saying it just yet. Now, if he goes out here and throws for, like – but you said 20 to 50 yards. I don't think that's enough. But if he goes and throws for, like, 400 yards, five touchdowns just goes absolutely insane then you he might be able he should be afforded the ability to leapfrog a little bit but if he does 250 yards and they still win mvp doesn't really do nothing for me because the mvp uh for the super bowl is is a quarterback award generally anyway sometimes they give it to other players but usually usually they're gonna give it to the quarterback so um yeah he would have he'd have to have another really good season but kind of stand out more as a quarterback i think because he's gotten better but nothing where it's like, man, he's really like he's that dude. It's the run, it's his running ability that kind of carries it more than his throwing ability. If you ask me. Okay, Brandon. Um, Jalen Hurts, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's like right around Tua, um, and that's really just because I I don't think if if the Eagles had an average defense, a league average defense, um, I'm I'm not sure that they're in the Super Bowl. Certainly not with the way Jalen Hurts has played in the playoffs. Like, he hasn't been great. He hasn't been mm-hmm. bad. Hasn't been bad, but, like, he hasn't been great. Um, so, um, it's just kind of, like, for me, it's it's um, it's tough because he's definitely good, and, and I definitely think he's a he plays a, a significant part as to why they're winning. He's not, like I said, he's not a game manager. He's not... Um, He's not just kind of – I don't think he's riding the defense's coattails either. Um, but I think it's one of those things where if you were assigning a percentage, I mean, I I think he's at whatever percentage you want to give, I think he and that defense are probably equally responsible for uh, for the, the, the team's success, which isn't a problem. But, but it kind of leads me into – I don't know if you saw the report today but the reports are that um, the Eagles have accepted and are willing to pay Jalen Hurts fifty million or more in uh, a like year. Two, a year. Ooh, that's a lot and, of money. That's that's a lot. That's definitely a lot of money. And yeah, I think that's crazy. And I think what we're gonna see, I think I don't think we'll be able to really tell anything about the quality of quarterback. Jalen Hurts is um, until in, until those two years are up because they should they, you know they'll have the team they have now next year they should reasonably have a similar team um, you know I, I don't know their cap situation or, or anything like that maybe they'll let some guys go but I think they'll they'll probably have a reasonably similar team probably most of the, those uh, core contributors are going to be there and but after that, when you're paying your quarterback fifty, if rather if you pay him fifty million a year, um, I personally don't think he's good enough, um, a, a good enough of a quarterback to do that because that kind of means once you start doing that, that means some of those pieces around you they're not going to be as good, and you're going to need you're going to need your quarterback to win you some games, um, and that's typically why we see. Once you pay that quarterback, it gets really, really difficult mm-hmm. to 
to not to not just win Super Bowls, but but to even have have playoff success. And that's why you look. Um, I can't even count Brady because Brady always took a discount. But um, I was just gonna say that's part of the reason why they were so successful for so long is he, yeah. he was always taking, so was discount. taking discounts. Yeah. I mean, so, um, Mahomes. But like you look at Rodgers. No, Mahomes hadn't, but he's been. He, that's how I know. That's how you know the quality quarterback Mahomes is because he had. I think they're. No, no, no. I was saying he did. He did take a slight discount. He could have got more. Mahomes. Money. Yeah, he actually took less money so they could help. He signed for five hundred million dollars. Look at the contract, though. It's not. It's not as as um taxing on their so tax wait. on their um their salary. Oh count. well, I mean, it, he 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 made it cap friendly. Yes, so it allows, um, it allows them more flexibility compared to some other um quarterback deals. That's true. Um, but you know, but you, you kind of get into like the, the you saw it with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. I mean that defense just like he signed that contract and that was that was over for them because they they can't pay Browner they can't pay mm-hmm. Malcolm Smith they can't pay um, well Chancellor ended up retiring anyway By- but Byron probably would have had to let him go Byron Maxwell had to let him go you know and so don't know you, if you wanted you to just, pay Byron Maxwell anyway but just saying. I was just about to say probably <laughs> true. Yeah. and uh, you know so and and you what we kind of saw is that. You know, well, you know, Russ. Russ probably isn't the guy that you want to let cook because he's like he's a good quarterback, no doubt. Or at least you know he wasn't. You know he wasn't his time. He was a good quarterback, but he wasn't. He wasn't good enough to to make up for a lot of those deficiencies. And you're even seeing it now with Mahomes, where um, and this isn't necessarily a result of of their their cap situation or his salary, but they let Tyree Kill go. Um, the organization made a decision they didn't want to pay him. Uh, I don't think it's a matter of that they couldn't. Um, they just mm-hmm. didn't want to pay him. And you got Mahomes out there with, like, a bunch of dudes. Um, and he, he's probably had his – he had his, what, best season since that? I think it was, like, two two, year, two years ago or three years ago. He had, like, 5,000 yards. Yeah, his, he threw his for best 5, season yards since again. The, the 50 touchdown year, yeah. Yeah, the 50 touchdown year. Like, he he was phenomenal again. And so – you, you, those are the kind of, those are the special quarterbacks, the elite quarterbacks. Um, I and I just not, it's there's nothing wrong with that, but I I just don't think Jalen Hurts is that. I think I, I, the Eagles are going to have to start to figure something out, and and maybe Sirianni's going to have to get a little bit creative. You know, obviously it helps if you can hit on the draft, but How Howie Roseman is, I guess we could say, a coin flip at best. When it comes to doing that, I, I um, wouldn't say that. I mean, if you look at his track record, un, he un, drafted Jalen Rager over Justin look, Jefferson. Look, 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 come on! And right. that wasn't even hard. It's not like Jalen Rager was like some dude who was tearing it up at like the FCS level, and you're like, oh no, we're gonna take this guy. Like, come on, bro. In my opinion, as a as a GM or person, top executive, if you can at least go fifty fifty on the draft. You're doing you're doing a decent enough job, which to me he's done fifty fifty. Because you complain about that, but then he did like a year or two later he takes Jordan Howard, like he, it, it, Jordan, uh, Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis. Sorry, I'm thinking of Jordan Howard too. But like those are not. <laughs> but, but listen, like that's not. I don't give you credit for you, he took the best defensive tackle in the country. I'm not going to give you credit for that. <laughs> like get out, get out my face. Like especially he still, he at didn't like have six, to take him. I mean, look, you're look, uh, Chris Gert, He he found a way to take uh, Iganabini. He didn't have to take him. He still took him. I 
well, one, you're kind of getting later in the second round, but you're you're talking second about round. making. What do you mean? It was it was the first round? Well, Igbenogany was. They were drafted around the no, same spot. No, you're right. Yeah, Igbenogany. Noah Igbenogany was not drafted the same year as Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis won the national. Not, I'm not talking about Jordan Davis. I'm talking about Jalen Rager. Oh, Jalen Rager. Yeah, 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 I'm not talking about Jordan Davis. Well, they're both losers. Like, what? Do you, like, what? What's okay. your point there? Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, <laughs> dude. Like, what you are you talking about? Like, I do think I think High Roseman gets a he gets like a little bit of a unnecessary. Like, he has these good teams. It's not like so, it's not like as if like coaching is is the only reason the teams are good. Like, come on. He's 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 the uh, one picking the play. He's the one running the show. Like, he should get a little bit of more credit. That's all I'm saying. Like, I think the slander sometimes is just a little ridiculous. That's all. It's not like he's been out there putting out these like trash trash ass teams. Like. You know what, Chris? Ba- what did Chris Ballard ever do with the Colts? Hmm? Just saying. Uh, again, you're I mean, talking but... about bum ass franchise. Like, get out my face. So what? The, the, <laughs> the, the, dude, okay. the, the dude who the dude who like literally literally made Andrew Luck like Barry Sanders said, "I, I can't do this no more. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I could, I'm I mean, not playing." I can, okay, I can keep going to other franchises. I mean, but he has a decent track record. That's all I'm saying. Like, just chill out with this. Look, 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 look. Look, that's fine, but like the way he has drafted is not good enough. They're like, in, they're, it's not. Mean, they're in the Super Bowl. What do you mean it's not? No, good enough? it's it's not. It's not going to be good enough. And a lot of what they've done, a lot of their players that they have on this defense, is not a is not a uh, is not a product of his drafting. A lot of their most important players is that's not what it's a product. Hassan Reddick, their best player on their defense, they did not draft him. I know that, but that's still part of being a GM. It's not just drafting. You have to be able to yeah, acquire one, talent in different forms. But once you have once you pay a quarter once you pay a quarterback that big time money, drafting becomes more important than free agency. Yes, you're gonna have to hit on free agency and yes, like a, 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 a play I believe Hassan was Hassan Reddick cut? Was he cut by the Cardinals? Was that what happened? Uh I yeah, think. yeah, there was an issue with paying him. That's what Yeah, so like you know, like yes. Yeah. If he can do more of that, so like a player like Hassan Reddick, if a guy gets cut from somewhere, and and he and he can sign him to maybe a a, a little bit of a, a lesser lesser deal, a value contract, and and he can produce at the level of Hassan Reddick, yes, that will be definitely helpful. But when, when we're talking about doing doing what, uh, talking talk about Chris Greer, doing like Chris Greer, where you're flexing your cap space. Or even though Tyree Kill was not a, he was a trade, but they were able to do it because of the cap space they had. Or, or you're talking about going out and and signing a, a Teron Armstead, like you you can't, you're, he's not going to really have that option as available to him. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's the draft. Okay. Like you have to you have to hit on more of your draft picks than than anything else. Because every year, like when it comes to the draft, like you get seven seven picks, like depending on you know maybe they make some trades or whatever, and some guys, and and you know that'll be a key part too. Trading is is a key because if he can let some guys go who are playing well, um, you know, kind of like a Belichick, trade him a year early, and you know maybe pick up some extra draft capital, like cool, um, that'll be helpful too. But the draft, you can add like seven to ten players to your roster, and if you can get, and in, in, if within like a year or two of those seven to ten guys, if you're if you can get like thirty to forty percent of those guys being impact players, contributors, 
on your team that that helps. You see what I'm saying? That that that's what I'm trying to say is that taking taking a like okay, Chris Greer did a great job with Cater Kohu. Found that dude was he even drafted? He was undrafted, right? Yeah, he's undrafted. Yeah, so like you find guys like that that can be a contributor. Look, Cater Kohu on the outside is kind of nasty. Like I don't I don't really need to see a whole lot of that. But the numbers bear out that he was the I believe he was the best slot cornerback in the NFL this season. He was definitely the best slot rookie cornerback in the NFL this season. So if you you got a hit on players like that, once you start paying your quarterback that insane money, and I'm not sure, and I I don't even think Clayton will fight me on this, is that if if Howie Roseman can do that. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's 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 fair enough. Um, all right. So before we do predictions, I just want to talk about it real quick. Khalil, oh. Riri's performing tomorrow. <clears throat> yep. Do you have? Is there anything that you, any song you want to see her perform? Any maybe guest appearance? You know, you think they're going to be a little, you know, little Jigga Man showing up? I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe um, Drake. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Drake did make an appearance. I don't know if Jay is going to perform. Um, since he just did the Grammys, he might be like, yeah, I'm cool. But uh, I think I think Drake would probably come out for a feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many guests he's going to have, though. I think this might be a was – it, was it The weekend had his own solo show, right? He didn't have any features on his, nah, right? Nah, he did. So, but also his was like during COVID, if you remember. Fair enough. So fair it's a enough. a different. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she's gonna bring out uh, way too many names or nothing like that. Maybe, like I said, maybe a Drake appearance or something. Maybe we do get uh, Jay Z to come out do do like Umbrella or something like that. But uh, it ain't gonna be too crazy. I don't think she might do like one feature, and then the rest of the shows is gonna be uh, be just her. So that's an, at least that's my prediction. All right, Brandon, you have anything you want to say about Rihanna performing? Anything you're excited for? Anything I'm excited for? For Rihanna, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Not, not in particular. You're not a big Rihanna fan? You don't listen to her music a lot? I mean, nobody's listened to her music a lot. She hasn't put out an album in like six years. No, so. they still listen. They 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 clamoring for the next album, so they still listen. Okay, yeah, I'm sure they are. It's been six years. Where are you at? Where you been? She, she well, she dropped a little she a single for uh for for the Black Panther. Yeah, that's true. So. That, that that went hard. People like that. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Everybody's like, if she opens with that, they're just gonna turn it off. I was like, man, that's fucked up. I don't think she's gonna perform that. They they didn't hire her for that, so I don't think she's gonna they actually. That. I don't. They don't really hire you. They don't pay you for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think you. I think you have to pay to do the show. If I'm not mistaken. Nah, no, nah, they get you a budget. It used to be. It used to be like that, but now I think since remember Rock Nation took took it over a couple of years ago. Oh, so, so it's like a, yeah, okay, I think yeah. They, yeah, they I think they actually pay. I think it's like a different No, they thing don't. Now. They actually don't pay you. No, I'm I'm saying I'm saying that's how it No, used I'm to saying be. No, yeah. they don't. Like the artists often pay their own money. That no, like, no, no that that doesn't happen anymore. Yes it does. The weekend did it. The weekend and and Dr. Dre spent like 7 million dollars. I literally read an article about it this morning. They spent, they both spent they about spent 7 million of their own money on the Super Bowl. Uh, on their Super Bowl performance, I'm gonna look into that. 
I, I, was, I was under the impression that they, they pay to be able to perform. That's what I thought it was. No, what they do, the NFL doesn't pay them. So I believe the NFL, so the NFL, the Apple, I think it is, pays is paying the NFL like $50 billion or something like that uh, mm-hmm. for, I forgot how long. But basically the NFL gives them a budget, um, each, each performer a budget for their thing. It covers, you know, whatever, sets, design, whatever, all kinds of stuff. And oftentimes, like, they need more than the budget that they give them. And so the artists use their own money to pay for it. I don't know if it's oh, actually, okay. actually their own money or if it's, like, their production companies, whatever. Like, I don't know. But the point is it doesn't come from the NFL. Um, and I'm the assuming, NFL. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming if, if, it's a, if it's an active artist that's probably signed to a label, the label will probably come in and cover whatever it goes over. Uh, but, like, a Dr. J situation, he probably did come out of his own pocket. But... Like, um, who was it? Uh, Lady Gaga. I'm pretty sure she probably had her label pay for it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Because yeah. basically the NFL doesn't pay them because their Super Bowl performance is, is basically a 15-minute advertisement. Yeah. So, like, I think it was the weekend. Like, right when the weekend did his, he, he was going on tour, like, right after it. Yeah. And I, I think he had, he did, like, $100 million in sales, like, a week after the Super Bowl performance. Um, oh, they'll, they'll do like an album release or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, from what um, I'm seeing here, he's right. They don't pay them, but they do pay for their travel expenses and they might pay for the production. Because they're saying travel the, NFL, expenses. the NFL, you want to hear this? With the 2020 uh, performance by Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, that was down here in Miami, reportedly costing uh, the NFL approximately $13 million for that show. I didn't even think that was that, that popping. That's crazy. So, wow. Well, I, I'm excited. I mean, anything better than there's been some some last couple of years. It's kind of been hit and miss. Like some years, it's like you can get like last year Dr. Dre, and then some years you get like Justin Timberlake. Was love Justin Timberlake. Oh, wasn't a fan of that performance. So that's why Shakira did that halftime. She was doing it for a tax write off. Apparently, apparently, wasn't enough though. That's not. Nice. <laughs> uh, she was in tax problems. That's, yeah, not nice. yeah. that's not nice. She still was the better performer. Just one second. She actually sang. No, it was it was a good performance. Okay. No, no, he don't. No, he don't. Shakira, her hits. Although, although you know the the uh, the family of four would say it was a little too raunchy for TV, you know. Well, it was little, raunchy. Little they weren't even. Uh, They're Caucasian. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, come on now. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Who you got winning the game? We probably we already know Clayton got the Eagles, so we don't even gotta worry about that. But Clayton Brandon, doesn't have anybody. He don't make picks. Brandon, who you got? <laughs> Just wrap it up. Who you got? Who do I have? Uh, can you come back to me? I haven't. So I haven't we'll, really. Go ahead. About you, he's, he's still trying I'll to figure out his game. You forgot. There's only two teams. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. Just let him. Um, I got the Philadelphia Eagles winning another Super Bowl. Oh, okay. That's what I got. All yeah. Right. I think the defense the defense is going to do just enough to contain Patrick Mahomes, uh, not let him scramble, but also that second day is going to lock up the skies. I think it'll be enough. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a – a blowout or nothing, but I do think they're going to control the game for the most part. I got maybe, let's go 27 to 24, but it's not going to be like a Patrick Mahomes drives the ball down the field at the end and doesn't succeed. I think it's going to be like a, they just didn't have a chance towards the end. Oh, that's what I think. They hold the ball. Yeah, yeah that's what I think is going to happen. Okay. All right. This is tough, man. This is tough. My guy, Patrick, LeVon, Mahomes. 
Right, now you got the government. I really, I really, I really believe in him. I would, I really, really like to see him get that. And there's no reason for me to believe that he'll get this done. His defense is not very good. His offense is fantastic. Uh, well, I wouldn't say his defense is not very good. But I mean, this is a, a Eagles offense that is probably every bit as good as the Chiefs offense. Definitely balanced. There's no reason for me to believe that he gets this done, except that he's Michael Jordan. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking the Chiefs in a miracle, a miracle. He dragged, he dragged Juju. I'm sorry, Fufu and and all them boys to. And I think Chris Jones makes a couple of big plays, uh, and they they find a way. They find a way. I think they stiffen up in the red zone force the Eagles to kick some field goals instead of touchdowns. I'm taking I'm taking the Chiefs. Twenty three twenty. Um Robert My mind the whole time I've been trying to you know, the Eagles have a dominating line on both sides of the ball and usually to me that usually guarantees you a win. But it's really hard for me to bet against Patrick Mahomes. He literally is like to me the greatest quarterback ever. And I know he doesn't even. He's, he's oh, that's why like, you're trying to. That's why you're trying to say Joe Montana better than me. Get him out of here. No, yeah. I was doing. I was doing a ranking over over full careers. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it's really hard for me to go against Patrick Mahomes. But I don't want to do it. But I gotta. I, I'm still rooting for him to win. But if I was a betting man, which thank God I'm not. Um, I am. Good for you. I'm going. I don't have to worry about this game. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with the Eagles. I think the Eagles should win the game. I I, I can't. Okay. The line the lines always the lines always right. I've rarely ever seen a team not win a Super Bowl and they had the better offense and defensive line. It rarely doesn't happen. It's all in the trenches. It is all in the trenches. Yeah. But I'm hoping I'm hoping that after this game we are gonna be smirk, smoking that that Jalen Hurts pack. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Jalen Hurts ain't do nothing to nobody. For real, dog. Uh, I know. I know, but his but Patrick Mahomes' country ass daddy has me inspired. That Joe Burrow, you know, we gonna be <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. That Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow kind of deserved that though. He was talking spicy, yo. Come on now, Burrow head, Burrow head, and all that. Nah, that was that was not him. That was not. I know, him. I know, I know it wasn't him, but it's it not like he was he was uh, uh, acting like you know. I mean, like like that ain't that ain't his kilo. Like he wouldn't say something like that. He absolutely. You know who he is. Mr. Uh, get your get your refund. Come on now, you knew what time it was with him. Right. Yeah, we would say that. All right, so we gonna wrap this up. All right, uh, we will be back on Monday with the Super Bowl recap. Well, no, nah, we'll be back on Tuesday. Sorry, we're recording on Monday, but we'll be back on Tuesday morning with the Super Bowl recap. Y'all enjoy the Super Bowl. This has been another episode from the Scorekeepers Podcast. We're always keeping the score. We are out. This has been another five star production. Sex on the beach, left love speechless. They say the money talk, tell these other niggas speak up.